Welcome to Patient Stories. My name is Dr. Bertrand Liang, and these are tales about some remarkable people whom I've met through the opportunity of being a physician. A lesson in non-parsimony. Mrs. K was one of many patients referred to me in order to assess for the potential of Parkinson's disease. She was young, in her 50s, and came with a note from her other doctor for management of what he called familial Parkinson's. Walking into the examination room, I saw Mrs. K seated with her husband talking quietly. She had dark hair and rimless glasses, which seemed to be almost invisible in front of her eyes, only connected by a hardly perceptible gold-wire nose piece. She wore faded jeans and a blue t-shirt that had emblazoned upon it Georgia Tech. I didn't notice any resting tremor, nor did I notice any imbalance or stiffness when she rose to greet me. However, as she moved her hand out to grasp mine, there was a slight but noticeable tremor, but which I didn't feel once we shook hands. I have Parkinson's disease, noted the patient right away, after I sat down at my desk. Everyone in my family does. I inherited it from my dad. Nodding my head, I asked the patient to talk to me about her symptoms. She noted that ever since she'd been in her 20s, she'd seen that her hands shook, especially when she'd reach out for things. Interestingly, it didn't happen when she was active, like playing tennis, but more when she was at work, when initially as a salesperson at a clothing store, or later on when she was the operating manager. It was just like when I'd reach out, my hands would shake, she noted, but I knew they would. My grandpa and dad both had the shakes. Dad actually died of it. This was intriguing. Since the tremor I had noted and the one described by the patient was not classic for Parkinson's disease, And as well, familial Parkinson's is very uncommon and far less common than one of the most frequent causes of tremor, essential tremor, or even physiologic tremor. I asked the patient more about her father. Well, he started out when he was young, like me, and then got the shakes worse and worse, and then he was shaking all the time. Then he couldn't walk. One day he fell and broke his hip, and he never got out of the hospital. Got really sick with pneumonia. How old was he when he passed away, I queried. Oh, gosh, 82, I think. As I wrote, I thought about putting this together. I asked about the patient's dad's voice as well as his walking. That's funny, yes. His voice got really soft. And my mom used to say it looked like he was walking in sticky mud. Thinking about the symptoms of the patient's father, it certainly did seem to be Parkinsonian in nature. I wasn't quite sure about the course, however. And what about your grandpa? Did he have the same thing? I asked. Yes, he shook the way I do. As far back as I can remember, he had the shakes. And did he pass away similarly to your dad? No, he had cancer of the lung. He smoked a lot from years. Did he have the same symptoms as your dad? Well, not as bad. He just shook the way I do now. But he didn't walk like in mud. And he had a big voice. Interesting. Did he shake all the time when he got older? Well, no, just when he was carrying stuff, like a cup of coffee. That's what I remember the most. As we've spoken of before, Occam's razor, or parsimony, is what we always look for in medicine. Namely, utilize the simplest explanation possible in order to assess a case. The patient had already come in with a history of familial Parkinson's disease. She described a tremor syndrome of her grandfather, her father, and she had symptoms currently. 
But it didn't make sense. Tremor can be due to, as noted, a number of different causes. What the patient, her grandfather, and potentially her father at a younger age seemed to have was essential tremor, which is commonly seen in practice and is inherited almost always autosomal dominantly or generation to generation. But the description that was made of the patient's father later on, that did seem like Parkinson's disease, given the other aspects of the disorder, namely the hypophonia or decreased volume of speech and the stuck walking, what we call a fascinating gait. When doing the patient's examination, it was not unsurprisingly entirely normal. Well, Mrs. K, your case is a bit of a challenge, I noted after the examination. I'm not so sure you have Parkinson's disease. Both Mrs. K and her husband looked taken aback. But my dad and my grandpa, they both had this, the patient noted. Taking a breath, I explained to Mrs. K that while I understood this, it was more likely that they had essential tremor, at least her grandfather and the patient did, and that her dad may have had not only essential tremor, but developed Parkinson's disease as well. But the symptoms and course didn't match for Parkinson's disease in the patient, and common things being common would suggest a more benign disorder. The patient's husband spoke up. How can you know about her dad when you've never seen him? Isn't that a bit presumptuous? I replied that, of course, it would be best if I could examine the patient's dad as well. But his history was very suggestive, combined with the descriptions from the patient. Mr. K looked skeptical. I continued, do you want to try therapy for the tremor? I asked the patient. Immediately, the patient said, I think so, doctor. It does seem to be getting more bothersome. We obtained some laboratory tests and started Mrs. K on some medications that have been shown to be helpful in treating essential tremor. We needed to increase the dose a couple of times, but ultimately, she was able to get to a dose where her tremor virtually vanished, to her surprise and delight. The last time I saw her, before referring back to her local doctor, she noted that she'd been at the local family get-together and spoken to her brother and sister, as well as her nephews and nieces about essential tremor, and that they probably didn't have familial Parkinson's disease. Everyone was so happy about it, she noted, and they're going to be going to their own doctors and asking about essential tremor. They'll be coming to see you as my guess. She smiled. I guess I'm generating business for you. I thanked the patient, noting that it was she who helped me figure out given her excellent history. As she left, she said to me, in the South, sometimes we say, when it looks like a duck, it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck, but sometimes it's not. It was my turn to smile. Indeed, sometimes it's not. Thank you very much for joining me for Patient Stories. Be happy, be healthy, and find peace.